Welcome to the Dear Rochester Retire Well Podcast with David Pulsini from Six Point Financial Partners. In this podcast, find your path towards a brighter financial future with David as your guide as he helps individuals, educators, and healthcare professionals explore ways they can build wealth while minimizing risk using a multifaceted, comprehensive approach to personal finance. Are you ready to take the first step towards a brighter financial tomorrow? Let's get started. This is the 50th episode of our podcast, and it's been a great experience for us and hopefully very helpful to you, the listener. And we've done episodes on so many topics from deep dives into social security to financial planning for all ages, estate planning, investment management, taxes, what advisors do all day anyway, (laughs) and all of the six points of financial planning. So let's just jump right into today's topic. And I've had several people request that I talk more about me. Nobody wants to hear about that. I've been told to do a bio episode for this episode. I'm not going to do that either. But what I will do is give some information in under 20 seconds, only because it's by request. I live in Penfield, New York with my wife, two kids, Anna Maria and Adrian. We have three cats, not by my choice, a dog, two horses. We are outside a lot. Uh, I'm a graduate of the prestigious class of 1999 at Palmac, where I grew up pretty much playing any sport possible. And somehow successfully staying out of trouble for most of that time. But one thing I have to mention again by request is that I'm a terrible golfer. Uh, I've had people ask if I'm a good golfer, which to our listeners and clients, they should appreciate that. Because let me tell you this, folks, if your advisor is really, really, really good at golf, what are they actually doing all day? Okay. All right. That's all I'm going to give right now. Maybe I can circle back to this later. I have plenty of stories about college, starting as a new financial advisor in 2003, getting married, kids, friends, adventures. But that's not for today. Today is about this, the most common reasons people want to meet with an advisor. How much can you take out of your current investments and never run out of money? When is the absolute best time to take Social Security? Are you 100% confident in your investment strategy? Are you paying too much in taxes? Why? If something were to happen to you today, what would they find? If you are doubting any of this and would like a second opinion or to review these items, along with many more, feel free to reach out to us. You can visit us at www.sixpointsfp.com or email us at info at sixpointfp.com. Back to the show. I have several reasons and I'll give you the response to what how we would handle that as a professional financial advisor. So the first reason that we hear most recently is something like this. Hey, I have an IRA. And that, by the way, when they say I have an IRA, it could be a 401k, 403b, pension, Roth, whatever it is. I have an IRA. I have no idea what's going on. Or I have those things and I want to get the most out of it, right? So if this person, if this is the reason you want to meet with an advisor, here's how I would handle this. And I've said this before. I'd ask a lot of questions. So I'm sorry, this isn't an easy answer. It just isn't. But here are some questions I would ask. How long before you need this money? What is the goal for this money? How do you feel about the ups and downs of the market right now? Most people don't feel very good about it. How are we handling that? What does your tax situation look like? And how are these accounts or this account being handled right now? And then we'll see if we can make any improvements, right? After these questions and more, if we need to, we would explain the differences in these accounts and how they affect you now and obviously in the future. 
Then I would go over the pre-tax investments versus after-tax investments. If it's an investment account, if it's a pension, we would dive into how you should be taking that money, meaning which option. Do you need to leave an income to someone else if you pass away? Should you take a lump sum? Should you take the full amount? All of those questions. So with this, when someone approaches us, calls us, emails us, or introduces us, remember, these are just investments. This is what people think we are doing all day long, which is very important, but it is just one piece of financial planning. But since this person is asked, here is the answer, and I'll give you the exact process for what should I be doing with my accounts, okay? Step one, what is the risk tolerance for this money specifically? How are you feeling about the ups and downs of the market as part of it? The second part is, how long do you have? Because if you have a long time, the short-term losses that we're seeing right now may not matter, but it might drive you crazy. I understand that. Step two is we would compare what you have going on now to what we would do. We would say, hey, this is what your pie chart looks like now. Here's the pie chart with the investments, obviously, and we can get into as much detail as somebody wants that we would put you into. Does this make sense? Then we'd show that comparison to you and go over it. And then step four is this will either confirm that you were in the right place with your current investment or it won't. And if not, we can talk about transferring it to us. And then, by the way, this goes for every advisor. Okay. All right. Next question or what we hear. And the, another reason people want to meet with an advisor is something like this. And I've run into this pretty frequently recently. Hey, I bought this insurance policy a long time ago. Or another version of that is my parents set up a policy for me in 1982 or whatever year. And I don't know what to do with it. And this falls into the risk management part of financial planning. And once again, here's exactly how I would handle this if this were your question. What kind of policy is it? Right, There are several types of life insurance. We need to see what kind it is. Do you have a statement? If you have a statement, I can tell pretty quickly if it makes sense or not. And let's look to see if there's cash value. What is this life insurance for? Do we even need it anymore? Is it still set up for the original problem it was intended to solve? We would then go through a quick analysis to see what insurance you actually need, and then we could discuss some options. So many times, by the way, we are seeing the cash value of those old policies moving in the wrong direction. And the sooner we can make adjustments, the better the outcome. And I would say this, folks, if you're healthy, it may make sense to replace the old policy. If you're not, it may make sense to keep it or anywhere in between, right? There, there are several options for each of this. So I would ask also, I would ask this, who are you leaving the money to? And what would they need to pay off? Why do they need that money? Let's make sure that it's being passed on properly. So I know it seems like a lot, but here's the bottom line. If you have a life insurance statement, or policy statement, and you have questions, an experienced advisor can go through this with you relatively quickly. In nine out of 10 instances, we can probably tell within 15 to 20 minutes if it still makes sense for you. Okay. So that was the second reason folks are reaching out to financial advisors from what we see. A third reason is we're getting emails, calls, text messages. We get this on social media. Hey, Dave, I need to get serious about retirement planning. I am going to lump our retirement planning questions into this and here's what we're getting. But basically it's, I need to get serious about retirement planning. How do I take that? I take it as, here's the questions. Are you saving enough? Should you change where you are saving? Should you be concerned with these inflation numbers? Are you worried about the markets? We've already gone over that. 
How much can you take out of your investments? Which accounts is the best to take from first? When do you take social security? We hear all of these things and a lot more. And honestly, there are, is most likely an infinite number of combinations and answer to, to answer those questions. So what it boils down to is this. I've said this so many times in our other 49 episodes. How much money do you need every month or year to live on? So how much do you need? Where will it come from? If you need $8,000 a month to live on, we can back into how you are going to get that. And then we can say, if you need to save more, work longer, be more aggressive, any combination of those things, this is what an advisor can help you figure out. So you need $8,000 a month. Where's it going to come from? I have had folks come in who make $500,000 a year, spend it all and have $250,000 in savings, and they want to retire next year. A quick interruption. Six Point Financial Partners is taking on new clients. If you would like to take the next step in planning your future with Dave or the Six Point team, please visit them at www.sixpointfp.com to schedule a time or reach out via LinkedIn, Facebook, or simply find us on the internet by searching Six Point Financial Partners. Okay, back to the show. That's a tough conversation, right? But our job is to figure out some solutions. So we try to help with that. We also have folks that come in that make 50000 per year. They need $1,200 a month and they have millions of dollars saved. That's real. I know People typically don't believe that, but that does happen. And that is a very different conversation. And we can help those folks out with being efficient. And why are they saving what they're saving? What's this money for? Once we figure out how much somebody needs, then we can answer all of those questions above. And if you remember, when do you take Social Security? Which account do you take from first? Should you be concerned with inflation? And all those other ones that I mentioned. Okay, So we get that. And The next question, I'm going to skip ahead to this because I'm rambling on, but I could talk about retirement savings all day long and the combination of questions. It's a whole specialty in itself within financial planning, and I'll do a different episode on that. But the next question we're getting frequently right now, and maybe this is part of retirement planning, is you're getting an inheritance or you already got one. What do I do with that money? So just had this happen. Hey, Dave, I got $600,000 from my parents. I don't know what to do with it. And it's become really common in the last 10 years for us. And we see it from aunts, uncles, spouses. I'm getting a sum of money. I don't know what to do with it. And we're meeting a lot of people each year, honestly, each month that are inheriting some sort of asset. So the question again is, what do I do with this? And once again, I hate to say it, I would say it depends. And The process that I would walk somebody through should get us the outcome that we need. And here's the process. Let's pretend I know nothing about this person. They are not a client of ours. And they come in and they say, I just inherited some money. I would say, step one, let's go through a financial snapshot of what you already have. Okay. Step two, what type of assets are you inheriting? Is it a pre-tax account, after-tax? Is it a house? Is it land? Some sort of property? Collections of some kind? Uh, Number three, I would say we would go over potential tax issues and possibly offsetting some of that. What do I mean? For example, if somebody is inheriting a million dollar IRA from a parent, we are going to have to take some of that money out at some point soon. I'm not going to get into inherited IRA rules right now, but if you have to take money, for example, let's call it $20,000, you have to pay taxes on that. Maybe we just increase the 401k or 403b or or your spouses if you file jointly by $20,000 if you can to offset having to pay taxes on some of that inheritance. This is a very simple breakdown. 
And it's just an idea that I, we have many, many more ideas like this, but you can see how we can offset some of these tax issues. Step four is let's figure out how to invest any of that money that you have left or in an account. So is it for retirement? Is it after tax? So how do we invest it? So snapshot, what are we inheriting? How are the taxes? Let's figure out how to invest that into an account. A quick note on this. I, I hear this frequently when someone inherits money. And what we'll hear is, Dave, I don't even want that money. I just want to give it to my kids. I don't even feel like it's mine. I want to give it to my kids or someone else. It could be a charity. This is something an advisor can help you with. So what is the most efficient way for you to pass on that money? And by the way, even if you don't want it, and now that you've inherited it, if it's that pre-tax account, you really don't have a choice. You're going to have to start cashing it out. You don't have to use it. You can put it into something else. But I'm telling you folks, I get that very frequently. Dave, I don't even want this money. It doesn't feel right. What do I do with it? So if you want me to dive into that more deeply, shoot me an email and let us know. Info at sixpointfp.com and I will. Again, we're getting that a lot. So my last one for today, and I could do 10 more of these, is the last thing that we're hearing. This is not the last thing that we're hearing, but another popular thing that we're hearing is I'm changing jobs, companies, careers. I'm starting a business, whatever it is. Do I need to do anything financially? And the answer is most likely yes. You have plenty that you could do. So I guess going along with the theme, I'll walk you through the process of what we would do. Number one, let's take a look at your income. Is that going to change? Number two, how much should you be saving at your new place of employment, if anything? Number three is, did you have a retirement account at the place you were leaving? Does it make sense to get it out of there, roll it to an IRA, transfer it to your new 401k or new plan? That is something an advisor will do. How are the benefits at the new place? Do we need to take some money to pay for benefits? Is the benefits package better or worse? We have a whole episode on this that we can check in with later. And I guess the the fifth step is let's work this into your retirement plan as well as your current lifestyle planning. Meaning, again, if your income changes, how does that affect us currently? Also, do we need to keep saving and how much do we need to save for retirement? So most people, when they change jobs, and the easiest one of these things to do is just get the 401k, 403b out of the old place. I will say many times it makes sense, but for folks that want to dive deeper into that, there's a holistic process that you can go through. Sometimes it makes sense to leave it where it is. Sometimes it makes sense to move it to the new place. Sometimes it makes sense to transfer it out to an IRA that you can manage and you own that asset fully. Okay. So ladies and gentlemen, thank you again for tuning in. We are always here trying to help. Today, we covered some of the common questions that people or common reasons people want to meet with an advisor. And I'll recap those and then let you go. And the first reason is I have an IRA and I have no idea what's going on, guys. <laughs> and I just need some help. Or I have one of these things, a 401k, 403b pension, Roth, and I just want to get the most out of it. Okay. Second reason, I bought this insurance policy a long time ago, or my parents set up a policy for me in whatever year, and I don't know what to do with it. Can you guys help? Third thing, I need to get serious about retirement planning. Fourth, I'm getting an inheritance or already got one. What do I do with that money? And fifth, I'm changing jobs. Do I need to do anything? Okay. If these are concerns of yours, reach out to us or any great financial advisor. I'm telling you folks so they can help. If you have any questions that you would like to like us to cover for you, I'm starting to get a lot of questions from the podcast and I'm more than happy to walk through them. And I think I'm going to add that in as part of our episodes going forward. Just shoot us an email. Again, it's info at sixpointfp.com. 
You can find me on LinkedIn, David Pulsini. But that's it for now, folks. I'll let it go there. That's a lot to digest. Make it a great day. Thank you for listening to the Dear Rochester Retire Well podcast. Click the subscribe button below to be notified when new episodes become available. The information covered and posted represents the views and opinions of the guest and does not necessarily represent the views or opinions of Six Point Financial Partners. The content has been made available for informational and educational purposes only. The content is not intended to be a substitute for professional investing advice. Always seek the advice of your financial advisor or other qualified financial service provider with any questions you may have regarding your investment planning. Content here is for illustrative and educational purposes only. It is not legal, tax, or individualized financial advice, nor is it a recommendation to buy, sell, or hold any specific security or engage in any specific trading strategy. Results will vary. Past performance is no indication of future results or success. Market conditions change continuously. This commentary reflects the personal opinions, viewpoints, and analysis of Six Point Financial Partners. It does not necessarily represent those of RFG Advisory, Private Client Services, their clients, or their employees. This commentary should not be regarded as a description of advisory services provided by Six Point Financial Partners or RFG Advisory or performance returns of any client. The views reflected in the commentary are subject to change at any time without notice. Securities offered by registered representatives of private client services, member FINRA SIPC. Advisory services offered by investment advisory representatives of RFG Advisory, a registered investment advisor. Private client services, Six Point Financial Partners, and RFG Advisory are unaffiliated entities. Advisory services are only offered to clients or prospective clients where RFG Advisory and its representatives are properly licensed or exempt from licensure. No advisory services may be rendered by RFG Advisory unless a client agreement is in place.